0: What's going on, ladies and gentlemen? I go by the name of J-Town, a.k.a. Farrell. I go by the name of Kwesi. And this is the Damn That's True podcast. We're here to get lit, talk shit, spit facts, and critique the industry and all the shenanigans. And most of all, have a great time doing this. Welcome to episode three. Another one. <laughs> mm-hmm. What you sipping on, bro? Oh, man. Man, it's a little mix that I got. I'm, I'm, I'm going to send you the recipe. Don't worry <laughs> about it. <laughs> you know, I'm
1: jealous of you, bro, because, you know... Obviously, we're in two different countries. You know, when when we film this, yeah. there's a nighttime already for you. And the day's just beginning for me. So I can't, I can't sip on anything, Charlie.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Especially having kids, man. What's I going can't on, be drunk man? in the middle of the day, bro. I mean, that's true. That's very true. <laughs> What's going on, <laughs> on with you, though? How's the family? How are you? How's work? What's going on? Good, man.
1: Everything is good. You know, um... I would say, you know, it's a little bit challenging uh, in terms mm-hmm. of uh, on, on on the kids' front, right? Um, obviously, I know I come mm-hmm. on here and I say that every single time. Took a little pause because I wanted to yeah. confirm if I wanted to share this or not. But, um, you know, my four-year-old, man, he's starting to act up a little bit, you know, in school and stuff like that. So um, that's, okay. yeah. Um, and I think the responsibility or the onus is on us as parents um, because obviously... Mm-hmm. You know, we have twins and um, he's been ignored, you know, because we're taking care of the, you know, twins oh. so much. right? So yeah. I think that's where it stems from. Um, I'm not 100 percent sure, but I know like for a fact, you know, the engagement we had before when it was just him as the only yeah. child is no longer there. So I think we're seeing a little bit of that in him acting up in school and stuff like that. But
0: other than that, so what, what conversation, what, what conversation do you have with him then?
1: Well, what we what we've tried to do, we started. Um, so he acted up this past um, Thursday. So they literally, mm-hmm. you know, hit us up. You know, when the school hits you up, you know, you know, it was bad.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. We threw
1: something at his teacher, you know, uh, out of frustration. So. Oh wow. Yeah. So what we what we've planned to do moving forward is obviously we we're gonna bring the nanny in on uh, the weekends as well, right? and we're going to spend some alone time with him so we'll go out to a park or we'll do this or we'll do so we're trying a little bit of that so we can give him you know the extra attention that he actually needs you know it's a lot of people think about it you know when you're when you're initially the only child are you the only child i never even asked you no okay no i
0: got siblings okay
1: so so if if you're the only kid and then you have siblings that you know come out of nowhere it could be challenging i can imagine because i've never been in that position i'm Number five out of six kids, yeah. you know what I mean. So, we're, wow. it's a little okay. bit sensitive there for him, I can imagine. So we're gonna do our best. Yeah. But how you doing on your end, man?
0: Man, personally, I think uh, I'm good. I think uh, me as Jay, um, I'm moving at a at a pace that I like. I'm creating. Uh, I feel good about that. Now being in Ghana,
1: the train started early, bro. The
0: it training started early. It's like it's like. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Yeah. So me, me, me personally, I'm fine. But you know what? Being in Ghana and just real taking a seat back and looking at things such as like friendships and just the country itself and what's going on, it's frustrating, bro. Like it's mm. the art of collaborating to make things happen. Mm. I'm not talking on the music front because that's not my part, but just like business mm. getting things done to make sure that you create another stream of wealth is so hard out here like people talk and then they don't do um a lot of friendships are just based on yo I'm going out tonight let's go or I know you're the one who at the end of the night is going to pay the bill at the table so I want you to come out that kind of situation oh right or you have this so I want to be seen with you because you have that the pretense in this country is like it's off the scale. And don't get me wrong. There's a lot of great things about Ghana. There's a lot of uh, people doing some great things, but it's being overshadowed by all the fuck shit. And it's it's really frustrating to me because I feel like as a country uh, in the past couple of years, we've had some light shown on us yeah. that we can we can promote a lot of great things and we're not taking advantage of that. And I'm just like, so what's the point? Like people, people are hungry, man. People are starving. People... Are so creative and they wanna like <laughs> they wanna outlet and they're not getting it because you know people have their own agendas and so it's just frustrating to to see that happening to my people friends um like it, it's crazy that's that's well, all let, I can say so that's the only thing that's really bothering me
1: Let me ask you this: is it more so on the creative side of things, or because I, it, it seems like that's the same issue across the board, right? Um if you're doing engineering, the, if you're doing music, like Ghana here, like these same like this talk track has been I, shared by me. I many. mean
0: so for so for me, I'm not even talking about the music side. That that definitely exists. That's been like that for years and it's not changing. That's why I always say that Ghana doesn't have a um a music industry because we're not running like one. Um the yeah, changes are fact. not being made. Yeah, yeah, it's that's the same fact. situation. Um and it's sad because you would think that for the past twenty years, like you would learn something new and try to use that to make the in the so called industry better, but that's not changing. But I'm just talking about just generally, like life in Ghana. Mm. Um, the political BS is off the charts as usual. It seems like a lot of people just don't care and they're doing what they're doing and the people are the ones suffering. So, you know what I mean? Like, I know somebody who finished um Legon, which is um, the main university in Accra, yeah, or the best. I, I won't say the best, but like the the top one of the top uh, universities mm-hmm. in Certainly. Accra. Yeah, and he finished five years ago. Mm-hmm. Bruh, he's so qualified, still doesn't have a job. Can't mm-hmm. get it. He literally went into a place to get a job and. Uh, when he went for the interview, he did a great job. The person told him he did good. When he was walking out, he saw a minister and the minister's son walking into the office. Next thing he gets is, um, I'm sorry, um, you know, someone else yeah. got the job. And then when he found out, it was the minister's son. That's, I mean, that's been
1: the game, though, for ages. You know, one yeah. of these days, we, we. I mean, we've spoken about this offline because, but I just yeah. want to bring the listeners in. Um We plan on having different type of guests on this podcast uh, after 100 episodes, because we told ourselves, like, we need to at least break 100 before we start inviting guests on this podcast. Um, So one of the things that we have to really dive into is that particular topic, right? Corruption in Ghana, Charlie, you know, jobs, all that stuff. And we need to bring, like, Mm. I want to speak to somebody that's young. You know that that is yeah. really going to affect change, right? And in a real way. Mm-hmm. And if we can do our part by building an audience from this um, this this podcast, right, then we can shine the yeah. light on that individual and make sure that message gets across. So, uh, speaking of the podcast, though, um, how's it received out there on your end? Just checking. Um, in. You know, this is episode number three. Yo,
0: the last episode. It's how been how it great. Received? It's been great. Episode two got a lot, a lot. A lot of attention, especially on the topic <laughs> of me saying that I think Nasty C is the best um, African rapper at the moment. We had a lot of engagement. Um, people tuned in, and because of that, people said they're going to follow uh, to see what the next episode is going to be about. So th- they love it. They love the uh, chemistry. Uh, they love the fact that we know what we're talking about. We understand what we're talking about, mm-hmm. and the way we articulate it is why they are following us now. To get more. So I think so far we're good. We're picking great topics to speak on. Um, and, you know, it, we have great minds, but we don't necessarily agree on everything, but we have a way of understanding each other. So that's been a great compliment that I thought was dope. Yeah. Dope.
1: You know, I had a mm-hmm. conversation earlier and, and of me, I was a little bit late for the listeners. I mm-hmm. was a little bit late to recording today because I was on a phone call. And I just wanted to share this on the podcast as well because okay. um, we looked at you know we looked at our demographic we're pretty new man we only have mm-hmm. this is the third episode in but we want to be proactive about who we're targeting in a demographic yeah. show that is eighteen to twenty four that might change by you know you know you know experts say as you record more content obviously that man. number is going to shift a little bit but um, I just felt like this is a valuable lesson that I can share to the younger audience because we're OGs now, right? I I mean, at least I don't want to speak for you. I consider myself an OG. I've never been a nigga yeah. that tried to play young all the time, man. Young is young, yeah. old is old. There's nothing wrong with it, exactly. right?
0: Exactly, exactly.
1: But the conversation that I had was about support. And I'm not going to yeah. mention this individual's name, but it's a friend of mm-hmm. mine. uh, hit me up. He was like, yo, I saw the podcast, man. Y'all doing good. And this is where I was a little bit um irritated right he said <laughs> i want to see if you continue then i'm a support i want to see if, if you're going to go on with this then Yo, i'm a support
0: right that language that oh language
1: my. right there and here's let, 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 let me tell you man there are only three circumstances that you can speak to me that way right number 1 yeah if you're going to be an investor of mine right because it makes yeah 100% sense if if, if you want to invest in this podcast if you want to see us go to the next level, you want to see yeah. if we're in it for the long haul before you invest. Yeah, I'm 100% yeah. fine with that. Mm-hmm. Second, I would say, uh, circumstance would be if you're a fan. If you're a loyal fan of mine from when mm-hmm. I was making music and you're like, yeah, you know, I'm a fan of this guy. I want to see if he, he keeps on with this because as a creative, I do so many different things, right? I give you that, mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. If, if you're a fan of Jay and I and you say, well, I want to see how long this goes, I give you that because you're a fan, right? Yeah. Uh, or if you don't fuck with it, right? If you think it's garbage, you don't like it and you don't want to support, that's absolutely fine. I don't expect yeah,
0: for sure. everybody yeah. that
1: I know to mess with everything that I do, right? Yeah. But this is why on the first episode, we we highlighted a little bit about friendship. And uh, to me, friendship is like a, a group experience of love and support, right? Love and support. Yeah. That's what it's all about, right? And you have to yeah. have, like, last first episode I said, you got to treat friendship like a software, have those fi- filters on, right, features and functions for each yeah. individual friend, place them in a category. This particular individual, I never expected support for this from this individual. So it was funny that <laughs> you would even make a comment like that because I already know, right? And yeah. the nerve, right, the nerve of you to require something like that. Yeah. All you have to do as a friend, right? Or so-called friend or uh an associate, whatever you want to put whatever the label you want to put on it, right? Yeah. All you have to do is have the art be presented to you and you mm-hmm. judge it based on the art. It's none of your freaking Basically. concern what I do after that. I don't yeah, need to prove exactly. to you after 100 episodes for you to take your thumbs and do like this. Exactly. You're literally telling me I need to work for a certain duration of time to till your till, till, till you're satisfied for you to literally take your thumbs and do this yeah, fuck that yeah. and fuck you yeah. with that attitude, right yeah because yeah. And, and I'm going off i' I'm, 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 I'm kind of going off early on this episode, but I think it's important for the youth to know right that yeah support is overrated, especially when it comes from friends and family, right focus Max. on your tribe put out the content, yeah. be the best version of yourself, put out quality content and your tribe is going to find you. This yeah. type of nonsense, right? It's it's, mm-hmm. it's it's it should be eliminated. 100% yeah. for you to feel like I need to prove myself to you, for you to press your thumbs on something. Yeah. Right? Yeah. You yeah. you're not an investor. You don't even have a following. You're just an individual that I know. Mm-hmm. And, and 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 to to Go a little bit deeper, right? I'm just giving like a high level overview, but to go a little bit deeper, you don't know why somebody moves on from project to project. Exactly. Like for me, yeah. for me, I used to do photography, right? You mm-hmm. know why I stopped doing photography? Why? Because I fell on hard times. <laughs> I lost my job, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. I have a four-year-old, right?
0: Yeah.
1: My wife and I had just suffered a miscarriage. I had a yeah. $5,000 camera. I sold that to feed my family.
0: Exactly. Yeah.
1: At that time, it that's what sense. I did to, to feed my mm-hmm. family. I don't need to explain to you, bro, why I switched from photography. Just so exactly. you can press a finger on, on an app, yeah. right? Music. I stopped doing music because, I. you know, we were doing music mm-hmm. for over a decade. Mm-hmm. My first year, my first kid came along, right, Sky? Yeah. And I had to look at it. I was like, okay, I can either go this path of pursuing music still after a decade, right? Yeah. Or I can switch courses. I decided to switch paths. I decided to go into the tech industry, right? This is what's provided for my family today. I can not only provide for my four year old, but I can provide for my kid because of the decision that I made. I don't need to explain to you why I stopped doing music before you can be Twitter fingers to say, I like this, right? Exactly. Uh, Exactly. Even the podcast I did last year, right? And that's another thing that came up. It's like, well, you started a podcast. I don't need to explain to you why I stopped that content, right? The yeah. reason I stopped that content, because we're in a pandemic year, we had twins, and I wanted to help my wife out. If you know anything about postpartum depression, taking care of twins, two babies at one time with a four-year-old, not everybody's even. quarantining. I don't I don't need to come on a mic while my wife is suffering with three kids talking about, oh, do you see what happened to Megan The Stallion last week? Fuck that. Yeah. I'll take care of my family. And I don't need to yeah. explain anything to you. So I'm just, I'm just, I mean, I'm going to end it off here because I don't want to go off, but it's really important to the young ones that are listening, stay on your mission, right? Be the best version of yourself, live your truth, put out the best quality content, and your tribe is going to find you. Don't worry about your friends, family, all these other things. You don't need to worry about individuals because what they think of you is none of their,
0: what they think of you is none of your business that's how yeah. I want to
1: end, uh, end it off,
0: man. <laughs> I mean, I, I definitely understand that, man. Bandwagon jumpers, basically. He's waiting to see yeah. if everyone says it's cool before he jumps on it and just won't support just because. Like, this language, I like, need I understand. your support, it. bro. And I yeah. never wanted it. <laughs> so. Yeah. This, this language, like, I've heard it for so long. And it's just, it's lame beyond lame, man. If that's how you want to move feel free. Just leave me out of it. I'm going to do what I'm doing. Um, like you said, if the That's tribe it. messes with it, they will mess with it. And you don't even have to ask them for nothing, and they will support. So yeah, I mean, I understand that, man. Ooh, that was hot real early. Woo, way to start off the show, man. <laughs> <laughs> All right.
1: Let's get oh, to it, bro. Man. Let's All get right, to so the
0: first segment. Let's, let's get to it. So Clout Stocks. Clout stock, man. I, I have a, I have a very interesting clout stock that I think mm. you know. You probably know of. Uh, I know him personally. I think he's a very dope individual. He's an artist. Uh, somebody that I feel needs to get more support. Um, Walasi. you know him, right?
1: Oof! I'm jealous that you picked this uh, clout stock, man. I'm an early yeah. investor.
0: Listen, I I I am an investor of Velasi because I think he's he has the possibility to be one of the great African artists. Um he has that thing about him like the Salif Keitas. Like mm. just a, a, a legend aura around him. Young Fela Kuti, bro. Exac exactly. Like Fela. Young it's going to Fela build Kuti. up and and he's gonna become that. Um and the funny thing, the conversation, whenever you hear people talking, I'm like, yo, uh, do you know Wallace? He's like, Yeah, Wallace's dope, dope. He's this, this, and that. So then my next question is, like, why don't you like really support them? Like, why don't you, you know? Or I ask him, why do you think people are not like pushing him or jumping on, on his stuff? Because one, his music is great, his performance is dope. This dude got up on stage with a horse. Like, that that takes the cake for me. But like, why, why do people feel like Velocity's not getting the attention that he should be getting and they never have an answer? And like you said, that's the bandwagon of people. Like, they're just waiting for someone that they deem cool to say, yeah, this is the person that we got to jump behind. And it's like, I feel like he should be so huge right now. I remember when he went on the um, Coke Studio show, which is a show that different African artists come together. Uh, they go into the studio, they take each other's songs and do their version of it. And it was, it was real dope um, watching Velasi perform his hit song with Southeast Soul, another Nigerian artist singing his words and like doing it in a different way. It was so amazing. And you could tell the quality of the music because people were hitting different pitches, the harmonies. And I was like, that's an artist. That's somebody that kind needs to get behind. And unfortunately, bro. it's not it's not that way yet. I'm hoping it will get there though.
1: Bro, this this dude is different, different.
0: Yeah,
1: yeah. He 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 different, different. Listen, bro. I I got to give credit to <clears throat> Kobe Onyame because he's the yeah. one that put me on this dude. Okay, he's the one no. that he's like an angel investor. He said, you know, I want you to check out this cloud stock and yeah. purchase some stocks in Wallasi, right? Yeah in my humble opinion, this dude mm-hmm. makes better music than Burner Boy. Mm. mm. He makes better music than Burner Boy. Okay. Burner has enough finances, mm-hmm. right? So the quality yeah. of music in terms of the recording, the sound, engineering, Burner's yeah. better, right? Yeah. But the idea yeah, and just the grassroots of what this dude is doing, Yeah. like this, that, like, um, The God and the Man, right? That's the album. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. From the album cover art. Like, when I look at an artist, man, I look at everything.
0: The complete, right? I gift. completely
1: look at the artistic vision. Yeah. The train won't hit them You hear that? Yo, know, today they're coming in, bro. They're like, uh, F that. This podcast ain't going nowhere. <laughs> but listen, they're coming in now back to back like that. That's crazy. Yeah. But listen, artistic vision from this dude. Yeah, like the cover art, the presentation. Yeah, alone, a plus. Mm-hmm. Right, music videos, the visuals, everything. Mm-hmm. Then he takes it from there. Now let's go into the actual music, like yeah. the live session, bro. Yeah, like you know, we had a conversation about Nasty C last yeah. week, right? Yeah, and to me, right, this is something that, and and again, I give a shout out to Kobe and Yami because we had this, like this discussion.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: If Somebody came up to me from let's say one of my 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 friends in Atlanta here, right?
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: And they say, put me onto an artist from Africa. Yeah. From the continent. Mm-hmm. From whatever, right? And I have two tapes in front of me,
0: mm-hmm.
1: Wallace or Nasty C. You know who I'm handing in? It? Oh, you're going to Wallace for sure. I'm going to Wallace. Yeah.
0: yeah. <laughs> and this
1: is what I was telling. I was kinda because of, if is able to spit English as well, like, like in Nasty C, it's a rap. Mm. If he does verses like in between that, it's Mm -hmm. a rap, bro. Like nobody's touching this kid. Mm. It's a rap because that way he's really bridging the gap, right? Because I think, and again, what's happening is the reason he's not getting the recognition is because, you know, he does a lot of local stuff, right? But the Mm -hmm. music is brilliant. Yeah, The music is brilliant. And I think even for his first effort, I don't know. I mean, I just got on him for that first album, The God and the Man. Yeah. But for that first album alone... That album is Grammy worthy, bro. Mm. That album is Grammy worthy, bro. I'm, I'm just, I I like and I love this pick, and I'm jealous you picked it before me. <laughs> um, but yeah, shout out to him, man. Yeah, shout yeah, out yeah. to Walasi, Walasi's well, real dope. Follow man. this dude, bro. And, yeah. and check out the album, man. He's dope. Yeah,
0: for now,
1: sure. you know who I got for my cloud stocks? Who you got? <laughs> I'm... Everybody was an early investor in this kid. Oh, God. Um, I I know exactly who you're about to say. My God. But I'm even investing more money into this guy.
0: Tell me why. Kanye West. uh, Tell me why.
1: Kanye West.
0: Mm -hmm. He's free now. Kanye (laughs)
1: West. Kanye is the most influential hip-hop artist of all time.
0: Of all time.
1: No biggie. No Tupac, no Jay Z. It's Kanye West of all right? time. Of all time, man. And I'm buying some more stocks in Kanye. Let me tell you. Man.
0: Explain. Hmm.
1: All right. So first of all, anybody that knows me personally, I give two f's about celebrities, man. Yeah. I, I, I'm not interested in meeting celebrities. I don't want to. I've been around those circles, and it's just all nasty to me because yeah. I, I, people's attitude change towards, and every, I just, I just don't like it, right? Yeah. So I like to admire them from from afar. Yeah, I only have two celebrities that I want to meet in my life. Okay, and that's it. I'm good. Kanye West uh-huh. and Quentin Tarantino. Okay, those are the two. Okay, those are the two who have had the most impact on me. Okay. creatively, right? Okay, so Kanye West, just just I'm gonna you're gonna give me some time on this cloud stock, bro, because I gotta get this. It's like giving him flowers while I'm purchasing stocks. <laughs> All right, go you ahead. Let me let you. got let me. <laughs> go ahead. I'm you gotta, listening. You gotta let me go. Go, Giannis, on this one. All Listen, right. bro. From a producer standpoint, yeah, he came in as a producer. Mm-hmm. This dude has at least two to three classics f- from a producer standpoint. Okay, he produced a huge portion of Blueprint, yeah. right? Jay Z's Blueprint album, yeah. which was a five mic classic. Mm-hmm. He went and produced Commons B, okay, right, yeah, which was also a five mic. Mm-hmm. And then he had some production, uh, not all of it, but on the fix from Scarface. These yeah. are all classics, bro. Yeah, Kanye as a producer. Number one, classic. Okay. Then he decides to be an artist. Mm-hmm. He has the highest potency rate rate per average mm-hmm. as it pertains to his albums. Okay. Right? Yeah. If you look on an average, right? Mm-hmm. And even within that, he has about three classics. Yeah. From an artist standpoint, college dropout, graduation, and at least my beautiful dark twisted fantasy. Okay. Right? Yeah. Those are solid certified three classics. And in between that, what does he do? He does shit like 808 and Heartbreaks, mm-hmm. Late Registration,
0: mm-hmm.
1: Watch the Throne. Mm-hmm. Bro, this, he, as an artist, he hit the cl- classics um, marker. He got it, okay. right? Yeah, I agree. Touring, touring, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. We all saw what he did a couple of, I mean, two days ago, whatever, with, um, the album listening. The Donda listening part. Yeah. The visuals alone on that. Yeah. Like this dude's mind, he's like, okay, I'm going to make everything white. I'm going to be in all red and everybody's looking at me. Yeah. not forget, let's not forget, right? Mm-hmm. What he did with the Glow in the Dark tour. Groundbreaking. Mm-hmm. Jesus tour. This dude was on stage with Jesus and mountains and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> with the mask legendary this dude then goes into doing a floating stage wait wait, no wait, wait 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 the floating stage you about to say Cas what's the dude's name from from south africa so he stole that that's so cap. let's
0: that's not cap that's not cap that's cap that's not cap casper did it first let's go ahead and tell me let's casper did it first let's let's not even trip on that casper did that joint first i was a witness he did it first nah i'm not going to allow that at all Casper Neves Okay. Did I mean, that I first. have to
1: do my research. I, I saw that 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 came out, yeah,
0: right. Yeah. But I didn't know how true nah. it was. He did. He did it first. He did it first. So we we gonna let that slide for yay. No. Thank you. So Kanye stole it. Yes, is what you saying? It was done in Africa. <laughs> okay. I mean, anything that
1: is done in Africa, I will be pregnant. <laughs> so <laughs> so so, but still, yeah. Kanye made it popular. Right? Yeah, 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 yeah. All right. Yeah. So they said, great artist steal. Right. Yeah. So give him that. Right. Um, but I, I, I'll do some more research. But I, I'll give him credit. What's the guy's name again? Casper Noves, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Dope artist, by the way. Yeah. Shout out to him. Yeah. And then, fashion. Let's not talk about fashion. This dude uh, that's, had a deal with Louis Vuitton sorry, uh, and Nike. Uh huh. Before his own brand, uh huh. He's li- he literally did what Virgil is doing now. He paved the way. He. Laid the foundation for their like for, for Virgil to even exist. Okay, right? Yeah,
0: I'll give you that. Because
1: yeah. he was doing that as a rapper. That's an anomaly, like Master P playing in the NBA at that time. Yeah, right. Yeah, and then he was like, "Screw that! I'm gonna come out with my own brand, Yeezy brand, billion dollar worth brand." Right, immediately. Right, mm-hmm. and you know, let's not talk about the Kanye babies, bro. Mm-hmm. By their own admissions, <laughs> when they first came out. Kanye Babies, Kid Cudi, Drake, uh-huh. J. Cole, Kendrick, Big Sean, Travis Scott. Uh-huh. These are the leaders of the new school infecting, uh, affecting, I should say, a whole different generation. Yeah. Kanye is the most influential artist.
0: Mm.
1: Now, if you want to take, take it to hip hop, by far, I'll give him hip hop. Let's say the most influential hip hop artist. artist of all time. And guess what? He's not even dead, bro. Because we all know when you die, that gives you about a 20, 30% boost. of your, If you're like Tupac, we lived through Tupac and Biggie. Yeah. Their status went way up after they died. Yeah. We saw it with Nipsey. It happened. Yeah. This dude is alive, bro. And he's competing with Ghost. But- okay. If this dude passes, God forbid, God forbid, knock on wood. Uh-huh. It's a whole different stratosphere. Now- Decades and decades after he's- All gone. right, I
0: got a question. F- That's I, my class. I, I got a question for you. Now- a lot of the things that you said are very true about, about Kanye. I think the only thing that... Fact I think I think a lot of things that you're leaving out, though, is some of the allure on Kanye is of the antics as well. We can't leave that out. But that's a bonus. That, is, is it really a bonus? Like, okay, let's talk about the, the fashion. Yes. Like the Bush bush don't like black people, the, the Trump thing. The, like those the, components. The, the intentional things that he also did just to make sure that you know he gets some attention because he's about to drop something and this and that. Let's talk about the fashion as well. Like what? Let, let, let's talk about the fashion first. One, yes, he 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 got into fashion. Uh, he made mad money, but some of the joints are just not. <laughs> they don't look good. It's basically because of the name,
1: bro. That's 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 a personal take. Now you're going personal.
0: Yeah, so I'm telling you what. I, I'm telling a, you. I'm telling you. If he's, he's
1: made I, a billion, that means people are purchasing. No, but right? that's. If that no, guy make a billion, that no, 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 it has an no, influence. No, guess what,
0: guess what though? Yes, people are purchasing it, uh-huh. but that's what I call beast, uh, what's called hype beast. You're just buying it because it's Kanye. But it, hype beast is the definition of having more influence. It's, that's just being Kanye, that's just somebody who is famous and we're jumping on it because is it, it is it truly that you like it? That's my thing. Because if, if like the shirt that he was selling for like, I think it was like 400 or 500, that had the holes in it that looked like your shirt was ripped up completely was trash. The Yeezys, they don't look good. I, that's personal.
1: That's, now you're taking a personal.
0: Exactly.
1: Like ex- I'm talking about influence. I know Kanye decides to wear something and then it
0: becomes. But my everybody exactly. the starts. A- everybody it. starts to wear it because it's, it's just Kanye. So the influence thing, I definitely that's yeah, influence. So, that's the whole. So point. I understand it, but I don't necessarily hold that to value because, fam if you weren't who you were, no one's going to wear those trash-ass T-shirts and some of your trash-ass sneakers. Like, yeah. I remember Kanye, I remember, like, your, I, I remember, I remember, Kanye having the conversation about how they're not allowing him to get into the uh, design houses and they don't want him to own his own and do this. Yeah. I love that conversation. But then when he turned around and tried to sell me a T-shirt with holes in it in four, for $400 and telling me that this is fashion and this is great, I'm like, come on, bro. You're doing the same thing that they're doing.
1: No, but now we're going into a different we're, conversation. It, it, what you're no, doing it, is it, It's now part of
0: it. That's, that's that's what I'm saying that... It's not part of Kanye it. Kanye speaks about one thing, turns around and does exactly what the people are doing. Not, he's not shutting nobody down and whatnot, but the same thing Louis Vuitton is selling me some uh, trash-ass t-shirt that looks like crap, some of Virgil's stuff, is the same thing that Kanye turned around and sold me some stuff that like... If your sneaker look like a potato, it looks like a potato. I'm not just gonna wear it just because you, just because you're Kanye. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. But listen yeah.
1: though, I, I want us to be on topic because what you're saying is now you're going into um, cost per product. His, no, I, his, I'm going morals as a man and all no. these things. I'm just talking about influence, yeah. right? What you're saying is I'm just talking about influence. Yeah. How many people has this individual influence? Yeah. That's all I'm talking about, right?
0: So, so whether good, we're, we're I, I good, saying saying, good can, or we can, bad,
1: we can dissect that.
0: Whether good or bad.
1: Whether good or bad, he has influence. Okay, yeah. okay. All right, all right. Whether good or bad, he has influence. It's all I'm all saying. Right. Like, I agree with you in certain yeah. things. Like, you know my views yeah, on yeah, fashion, yeah, yeah. man. Fashion is yeah. BS. Fashion is yeah. BS. That's, I, I already, like, I, I've been in that game. I know how much it costs to make a product and what the market yeah. is. It's just BS, yeah. right? So I know that. So I'm not even diving into like the designs and aesthetics of the Yeezy footwear and all that stuff. You're right. Some of them are yeah. trash. Some of them yeah. are dope, yeah. right? But what I will say is in terms of influence, mm-hmm. I want you to name a single rapper that has more influence in hip hop than
0: Kanye. Than Kanye West. At the moment, I can't. He's probably it.
1: That's yeah. it. And that's that's my cloud Stocks. Mm. That's it. That's all I'm saying, bro. <laughs> so with that said I know you don't agree we can dive I into mean, that later yeah. but now let's go into yeah we'll dive into it later man we can dissect we can make it a different yeah yeah for sure for sure we can I 100% agree yeah. with you There, there's certain things that he does that I, I'm i not in support of I'm just speaking influence All right, but bro. with that mm-hmm. said let's dive into the next uh, segment which is Such Beautiful Nonsense mm-hmm. Such Beautiful Nonsense, nonsense, nonsense. And what such beautiful nonsense is, is Charlie, any nonsense, any stupidity uh, that we've seen online Mm -hmm. and we want to bring to the table to discuss. So what do you have for your such beautiful nonsense? I'm going to kick it.
0: Man, I got Dr. Dre having to pay almost 300K a month for a year in spousal Mm. support. (sighs) Bruh. Like, listen, (laughs) listen. That'd be brand new. Three hundred k a month for a year. She caked up. Bro. A year. And the rules are the only way he has to stop paying that for the year is if she gets married to someone else or if she dies. I'm definitely not getting married if that's what you got to give me every month for a year. But what I'm saying is, uh, listen, for Ooh. me, if Dr. Dre yeah. said, listen, I'm going to change your life. You don't need to work a day in your life no more. I'm going to take care of you. Stopping her from actually trying to secure her dreams and do this and whatnot, then by all means get that three hundred k a month. I. But
1: how do you know that's not what? That's what that's he did? what I'm saying.
0: That if if okay, that's okay. what he did, then by all means, this stands right. Yeah. But if I've married you, I've made all these great albums for people and myself, and I've made my money apple deal and done this and that. And we decide that we're getting divorced and whatnot. Of course, I have to sort you out. You were my wife. I got to make sure that you can at least stand on your feet. But 300K a month for what? What'd you do? In terms of of where I made my money from, (laughs) in terms of work, in terms of me, my company, and whatnot, where do you play that role? Are you an executive to this? on the company bill? And these are details that I don't know, so I'm just saying that if this is the case,
1: yeah,
0: are you on the company bill? Because F- uh, from what we heard, she was signing checks using his company to sign checks for herself, which is a scam in itself. Really? Yeah, which is a scam in itself. So, like, I, yo, the justice system is not... How long were they married, though? Like 27 years. They've been together for a minute. Like 27 years, I think. They? Yeah. yeah. They've been together for a while. I'm so gonna, This is... So she definitely deserves something. Don't but, get me wrong. I think she deserves something. Yeah. But if I've worked and I've gotten to this level and I've done everything before you came into the picture, how are you taking like that, <laughs> that amount of racks from me? That's just- a
1: lot, bro. That's I mean, the thing is, I, I 100% agree with you in, in certain areas, but the thing is, I don't know the details. Yeah, of that's, that's the thing, yeah. You know, because sometimes we don't know what goes on in the household, right? Yeah. We may we may see Dr. Dre as this genius, right? But we don't know if she's the one
0: who's actually behind it all. Yeah, that's true too.
1: Yeah. We don't know if she's the one behind it all saying, Hey, I think you should sample this. Yeah. I think you should, um, you know, the aesthetic of your headset or headphone company should be we don't know, right? So I don't really know, Charlie. But all I all I can say from the outside looking in is Charlie, that's
0: a lot of money, bro.
1: Bro, three hundred K a month. <laughs> that's three hundred K a month. At, that is a lot wait, of money, so man. that's that's
0: I, that's that's three hundred K a month. He has to pay for two. He has to keep paying like the um monthly uh bills on two properties that they have for her.
1: Jesus Christ, man.
0: Yeah. Uh, the that's lot, an expensive the, divorce. The, bro. the insurance and all of them, like. So then it has to be definitely, I feel like Dr. Dre definitely told her that, listen, I'm taking care of you. You don't have to work no more. So I got you and this and that. Because that's the only way this makes sense to me. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
1: How much is Dr. Dre worth again? This is pocket watching, but he's like a billion. Yeah. He's like a, a, a billion, but still 300K a month. <laughs> bro. <laughs> that's a lot, man.
0: That's
1: a lot. That's a lot, bro. Like... We're going to see Dr. Dre in the studio hitting the drum machines again. Bruh,
0: <laughs> bruh. Cuz that 300k, you know, you're not you're not finishing 300k a month. Like, mm, come on now. Dr. Dre is going to be releasing albums back to back. Oh, the detox is coming out for real. <laughs> <laughs> Yo. Uh the straight out of Compton
1: part too, uh, <laughs> come, come, I don't know, but that's wild. I I, I saw that, That was wild, man. Um my such beautiful nonsense man a lot of people disagreed with me when I when I put this out on my Instagram but it's uh Space Jam 2 channel you watch I watched it man <laughs> beautiful nonsense man you know why Fab. first of all I want to give a shout out to Giannis and 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 the Bucks for yeah. winning, the for winning the championship they deserved it they deserved we, it we, we never spoke about that they, they, it, they deserved yeah, it hard yeah and Giannis is in his bag talking ish, you know. I mean he has I don't to. know if you saw that clip. A-
0: after <laughs> after what uh James Harden said, he he can. He has the right to.
1: Yeah. 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 He, he was going at James Harden, man. Like, it's easy to go to another team and win a championship. A- exactly. These ways, and, and and he <laughs> went to a super team and couldn't make it. <laughs> He's in his bag. So, I mean. Yeah. Yeah. Sh- shout out to him though. But Space Jam too, man. Ugh. And what I'm hearing is a lot of people are saying, "Quasi, uh, this is this is a kids movie, though? This is a kids movie?" Yeah, bro. Number one, there are a lot of kids movies. I have a kid, yeah. four year old, as I mentioned earlier. Yeah, and we watch family movies all the time, yeah. and they're good. Yeah, right. Yeah, Toy Story. They've never missed all four Toy Stories are bangers. Mm-hmm. Finding Nemo is a kids movie. It's dope, it's a banger. Yeah, Inside Out. There's a new movie on Disney Plus, Luca. Luca, yeah, it's a good movie. Mm-hmm. It's a good movie. So don't tell me about kid kid movies and it's not your age. And that's a family movie. Yeah. And and the reason why it wasn't good is here's the simple reason, right? <laughs> Space Jam 1 <laughs> was not like a great movie. <laughs> Space Jam One don't be like a great movie it's or, not. Because the acting of Jordan was bad and everything. So you had a layup. Yeah. Using basketball terminology, you had a layup to just make a better movie than Jordan did. And you 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 blew it. Yeah, you blew it, yeah. right? It's not like one is better than one, but you had the opportunity. Like literally, the movie is the same scene for scene, like even the opening credits, right? If you remember that the first one, welcome to the space, Damn, Jim, yeah. highlight real, yeah. Jordan going the same thing, yeah. and then they go into Jordan as a kid and they go into LeBron as a kid. Yeah, right. It's literally the same. Yeah, thing, right. Yeah. So the, here's why i think space jam one is better okay okay right? michael jordan at that time was the face of a sport not a team a sport Yeah, true right mm-hmm. we were all the way in ghana we knew michael jordan charlie yeah. that's how that's how bad he was as a basketball player yeah. like bad as in good yeah. right and then childhood character bugs bunny right exactly <laughs> he grew up on bugs exactly bunny. So you've seen these two guys on a poster, you're like, what is what's this gonna be? The mystique alone yeah. made it intriguing, right? And we just came off a movie like um what you call it, Who Framed Roger Rabbit, yeah. right? That's like the animation yeah. and, and the live right yeah. combined. So we're we're interested to see what's going on. So the mystique alone with the presence of Michael Jordan mm-hmm. made it like, oh snap, this is a movie to see, right? Yeah. So it had that quality or that interest in the beginning. Yeah, this movie. Literally, it's, a, 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 it's like a sequel of that first one, and it's not that good. And here's why, too. LeBron's acting is, is as trash as Michael's acting. But what really pisses me off is he got a chance to win because he's in, he's in animated form. So he can just use voice. Michael didn't get that privilege uh, to be an animated mic, uh, to just do voiceover. Uh, so that means you had less scenes than Jordan, and you still could embody it. Trash, beautiful nonsense. This is what I have. <laughs> Lebron to say. said, "Damn, what they
0: do to my homie, a- Ad."
1: <laughs> Yo, you know when I cracked up at the very end, man. No spoilers, but when he was hugging his son, son. Oh, <laughs>
0: listen, and,
1: uh, and gave him a hug. I was like, Bro, listen. So that's a live human being in front of you, right? The, like the yeah. cartoons, it's probably a stick in front of you, yeah. so that's bad. I get yeah. it. But that's a real person in front of you. Listen,
0: so LeBron's acting is definitely horrible in this movie, for sure. So it it, it was, yeah. I was cringing when I was watching it, for sure. Uh, the, the one other thing that really bothered me was Porky Pig, when they did that Biggie rap. Oh, man. I didn't like that at all. U.R.L. Porky Pig? No. U.R.L. Porky I, Pig is I, fire, I did bro. not like that at all. That, that scene that scene yeah. really irked Don DeMarco Don uh, DeMarco he was
1: flaming God, it was, Don Cheadle bro and yeah
0: that's the other thing Don Cheadle he's he's a great actor can do uh, many and various various things but this I don't know it just didn't
1: no he did he was actually the only nah, good actor yeah, in that. He, and it, he was a good you know, actor go to, but
0: yeah it just felt strange I don't know <laughs> like, yeah, Space Jam. But
1: you know movie. what it is? It's similar to like Space Jam 1, mm-hmm. right? They had Bill Murray, yeah. right? Yeah. Who's a great yeah. actor. So it's the same thing. It's, it's kind of what I'm saying. It's like, it's I, I, I'm not too mad at Don Cheeto, right? It's just, to me, yeah. it's a kid's movie. It's not. And also, I feel like it was too busy, bro. Mm. Like, they're playing basketball and so many different characters yeah. in the stands. And I'm looking, I'm like, is that the mask? Is that? It, it, it was too noisy.
0: Yeah.
1: Right? Yeah. Uh in terms of plots, I mean I guess an algorithm can, you know, capture your kid or I don't know, bro. I don't know. Well uh, the first one made a little bit more sense because it's like a cartoon world yeah. and they needed the the Looney Tunes. They 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 wanted the Looney Tunes for entertainment, I guess. So they 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 came to Earth, yeah. right, to capture the Looney Tunes and the only way they could get out was through a game of basketball, yeah. right? And the Monsters ended up being this huge figures. So then they decided to go get the best play on the planet. So I think in terms of plots, I don't know. The last that one was first much one better. Sing, it seems more like all of it is fantasy, but I don't know, Charlie, but that's my beautiful It's definitely The
0: first one, first one is definitely better. And to the people who are saying that, you know, it's a kid's movie. Yeah, but I grew uh, up know, off many of kids Yo, I grew up off of Space uh, Jam 1. So that's for me seeing a second one, home. obviously I'm going to watch it with those eyes, but Yeah. I mean, it's a good pick. That's a good pick. I'm not even going to lie. That's a good pick. That movie was... Yeah. (laughs) Uh, I don't know, but listen. Damn, that's true. Damn! Damn, that's true moment. Bruh. The psyche of this generation is scary. Talk to me. oh based off of based off of two things so one was a video that I watched and another was a conversation that I had so the video was of this girl who said uh when she was younger she she was part of a gangbang party thing and she would be like sleeping with 50 80 dudes and she she liked it. That that's her thing. Like she liked it. And um yes. you know, she's 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 been heavy into sex and she really enjoys it. so like having multiple partners is cool for her and whatnot. And uh the guy asked her also oh, what like, is it that your parents had a bad situation? She's like, no, she comes from a good home. And I was like, Wow, that's interesting. Shriky. Second conversation. Yo, so uh actually two other conversations. One was with a, with a guy, and the guy basically said that listen. Scamming is the way to go because these girls accept it now. Like they, they want scammers. So, and I want fast money. So I'm, I'm gonna get into this and see what's good. And I'm like, yeah, but you know, scammers go to jail, right? It's like, yeah, you know, it is what it is. And I'm like, okay, cool. So this is where we are at in psychology. For you to be able to accept certain things, you have to block out a lot of things. So morals is one. Yeah. Um. Not caring is another one. So if you don't care, if you block that out completely, you will do certain things that on the normal day you won't do because you know that it feels wrong to you. You don't want that kind of attention. And you're just thinking about, as we all do, what the next person might say. So there's this whole train going on about... How you should do things for yourself and how it should make you feel and whatnot. So I asked this one person that, listen, as, as a woman, um, if you know you find out that your friend is, is or is like has slept with like 50 dudes, does, is that okay to you or is it wrong? And she was like, Body count. She's like, yeah. She's like, she doesn't see a problem with it. And I was like, why? She's like, because. Like, if that person is not hurting those people, then there's nothing wrong with that. And I was like, okay, that's fair enough. Was, and she asked me the same question. I was like, yeah, I do. Because I think sharing your spirit with 50 other people is a lot. Mm-hmm. Mentally, it weighs on your on your spirit. Um, sometimes things may happen to you. You can't explain why. But then if you sit down and deep... And deep it and and think about it, you can put that together. So I'm very heavy on that. So, like sharing my body with a whole rack of people like that, that yeah. bothers me. I feel like there's something wrong with that. If you want to do that, for me, I do not have a problem with choice. You are mm. allowed to make the choices that you it's want. body, yeah. But, but if you are out here trying to teach the kids coming up that this is okay based on the decision that you've taken, I think that's wrong. Because I was following this um, this yogi on IG. Mm-hmm. Thought she was really cool, really vibrant person, uh, had great lessons. And then she started a podcast. And in the podcast, she was saying that if you want to, uh, if you want to sleep with like 80, wh- no matter the number, that's cool, and I'm like, you have followers that are like 17, 18, and stuff like that. And then I always ask this question: So if your daughter came to tell you that, yo, like, I'm I'm knocking 50, 60 dudes down, are you gonna be happy? I asked that to somebody as well. And she's like, if my daughter is doing that, I'm gonna have a problem with that. It's like, so why is it okay for you to just say it like, is that? And same thing with the dudes who out out, out here at um, analyzing uh scammers like i remember uh there was this issue with i don't know if you know him his name is hush right hush is this dude yeah hush puppy's making mad money balling out in dubai doing this and that um and he gets caught. Well, I, up. Wanna, I just want real
1: quick i just want to. the hbo needs to do a documentary on hush i'm 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 sure they might i'm sure somebody might african scammer man i i, I need i need this content created but
0: go ahead bro I'm I'm like, okay, so y'all are following idolizing this dude. As soon as he went to jail, y'all stopped talking about him. I haven't seen a post about Hush Puppy in months. No one is talking about him. But guess what? They've moved on to the next person who is flaunting money, who is on social yeah. media doing this, who's at the club buying bottles and doing that. And I'm like, that's that's what you that's what you want. That's the mindset right now that that fast money is the best way to go you're risking your life to do that and it's just like mindset of this generation is is so scary that like when my daughter says she's going out and stuff like that like I ask her like who's your friends like i have conversations with my daughter asking her just to see where her mindset is at like does she understand the worth of money do you know what money is um how what what are you willing to do to get money? How do you want to spend your money? How do you want to save your money? Or who are your friends? Who are the kind of people that you actually want to be around? Are, are these influential people? Are these people who are just fun time people who are always going out and you like that life? Like I'm trying to find out bits and bits. And thank God at this point in time, she's headed down the right direction. Because I feel like my daughter grew up as a kid, stage by stage. Whereas maybe our age, yeah. when I was 13, people could swear that I was like 17, 18, because that's how I reasoned. I was, yeah, I was, yeah. I was so fast and want to get out the house. Uh, want to go out to the clubs, hang out with the big boys. But my daughter didn't, like, she grew up step by step. And I think that's something that that's a conversation that we need to have when you're um raising your kids, because It has a very big impact on their lives on the and on how they reason and how they um look at people. So my daughter like this if she has a friend who's acting up, in the way that she's not comfortable with, she walks away. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. I mean
1: that's a very interesting topic we can dissect. You know, but Mm -hmm. what I do know is, for me, I -hmm. I, as I've aged, right, I, I I I don't have a lot of judgment. Because Mm -hmm. I'm looking at things. I zoom out a little bit. I understand that we are, in fact, you know, spiritual beings having a human experience, right? Yeah. Within that human experience, there's certain interests that we'll have. So I've always been uh, a one lady type of guy, right? Yeah. my, my, My whole life I've had. Really two serious girlfriends, right? Mm, yeah. um, that I've been committed to. But outside of that, obviously I've dated and done stuff, right? Yeah, yeah. If I make that commitment, that's me, that's my preference, right? Yeah. It's no different from somebody preferring oranges versus apples, right? Apples. Yeah, it's yeah, just a yeah, preferential. Yeah, it's 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 preference, right? So yeah. the point I'm trying to make, if if on uh, on on the on the what the girl was saying, right? If mm-hmm. somebody decides to have sex 50 times with one person and they mm-hmm. enjoy that, that's fine. If they decide to have sex. 50 times with 50, with 50 people, people you're yeah. still having sex 50 times <laughs> yeah right yeah. so there's to me I, I i'm looking at it like there's nothing wrong with that because at the end of the day we're born mm-hmm. we live we die right mm-hmm. if you enjoy having sex with different people mm-hmm. that's your preference right because yeah, yeah, yeah. a lot of times what we, we tend to believe is we say well you shouldn't do this, you shouldn't do that. But that was just morals that were handed down to us from somebody else who got it from somebody else who got it from somebody else. Same with religion, right? It's the same thing, right? Yeah. But there is an individual, I want to believe that there's a woman out there that's empowered, that's Mm -hmm. responsible, that Mm -hmm. enjoys having sex, that decides Mm -hmm. to do this just because Mm -hmm. that is what she enjoys and she wants to have the experience. And I don't think there's nothing wrong with that, right? She can decide to do that throughout her youth and then when she gets older, right? She's in Mm -hmm. her 40s or whatever, I'm going to settle down. That's perfectly fine. It's no different from, like, we have to understand, like, when the student is ready, the teacher shows up, right? Mm-hmm. So if if there's anything that happens in somebody's life that pivots, right, or that forces them to shift their paradigm in the way they were living before, mm-hmm. that's going to present himself, and 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 then that individual is going to change and adapt that way. Okay, but you know, like even Hush Puppy as an example, right? Yeah, I believe everything happens. And it's no coincidence it happens for a specific reason,
0: right? Yeah.
1: yeah. Um, you look at Malcolm X, he was transformed in prison. Mm-hmm. He wouldn't have been transformed if he didn't go to prison. Why did he end up in prison? Because yeah. of the bad choices that he made, which led him to be Malcolm X, mm-hmm. who changed the world, right? Mm-hmm. It's 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 so to me, I just look at people nowadays and I'm like, oh, okay. And I also try to be less judgmental because. Every generation thinks their generation was better than the generation that comes after them. For sure, yeah. That's just and I don't want to be that dude that's like your generation, this, nah, man, it's just allow them to live. If that's you know, the truth, like absolute truth would always exist. And what I mean by that is is you're always gonna end up on the right side of history if you're you stay in your truth, right? So yeah. All right, so people are like whites, whites only, no blacks. Those guys who were saying whites only they look foolish today they want the wrong side of history yeah so what i'm saying is whatever decisions that they make mm-hmm. right they have to be so long as you have self awareness so long as you're always trying to grow mm-hmm. and learn and be the better version of yourself mm-hmm. that journey will leave uh, will actually lead you there but if you're just going about life like a zombie mindlessly mm-hmm. then
0: probably not Go all ahead, right man. so then i got three questions for you first one is do you think it's unfair for your partner to ask you to forget her past and try to see where this relationship will go, like in the beginning? You know
1: what's so crazy? That leads me to my damn, that's true moment. You just, that's a perfect segue. You can't get (laughs) at this podcast, bro. (laughs) Because my damn, that's true moment is, Uh ironically, I just realized that you cannot be friends with your ex. Right? Yo, this conversation. The about. Woo. <laughs> All right, you go ahead. You cannot be friends with your ex. That's absolutely like to, in my world mm-hmm. that doesn't exist. All right. And it's only for one reason, right? Mm-hmm. I look at it this way. If I have an ex, she's a ghost. Okay. She doesn't exist. She's Casper. Yeah. I'm I'm not friends with with ghosts, right? Yeah. That doesn't happen. She she doesn't exist, right? Yeah. But The main reason is if you really find a a partner that you value, that you love, that you really believe is your soulmate and all these things,
0: right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm.
1: That individual is, and I know one person cannot be everything. Yeah. But what you want to do is work towards that person being everything. Right. Mm-hmm. So if your ex was somebody that listened to you a lot more, was more patient with you, mm-hmm. um, you know, more loving, whatever it is, and you still want to maintain that relationship. This is an individual that you were with for X amount of time. You guys had sex, you guys loved each other. Mm-hmm. There's no space
0: mm-hmm.
1: for me and that ex to exist in my world. There's no space mm. because if you want me to be something else and you want me to improve in certain areas, mm-hmm. well, let's go to therapy. Let's work on it. I'll be better. I'll be a better version of myself so I can actually fill that void that you feel is missing. Mm. I'd rather do that than you still having conversations with your ex. To me, it doesn't exist, bro.
0: So you're, you're asking her to sacrifice the friendship that, that she has with her ex, which is a good one. I'm your Let- friend now. Yo, I'm your friend now. Yeah, yeah, so that's what I'm saying. So you're asking her... I'm the her, captain now. You're, you're, you're asking her to sacrifice a friendship that she has with her ex. Even though, let's say, she didn't they didn't have a, a messy breakup. They're still cool. um, And things are just okay. It was just... She moved on. He moved on. So you want her to sacrifice that friendship that she has with this person that, unfortunately, she had intimate relations with.
1: What for? Why are you friends? Uh, uh, so that person... Let me ask you this. Yeah. Is that person going to be our friend? Because I'm not trying to have a guy come over. Hey, what's going on, buddy? And I know you slept with my
0: wife, bro. That's not happening.
1: (laughs) What what, what do you want me to do? Like, uh, what what are we doing here, bro? Like, what are we doing?
0: Listen, so let let me tell you a story. Let me tell you a story. So... Go ahead. I kind of noticed this from a very young age. There's a lot of things that sometimes uh, women complain about with men that they do. That if a woman does it, Mm -hmm. they try to give reasons why it's okay for them to do it right? That it's... 100%. Yes. So
1: 100%.
0: So on this X topic, my my homeboy <laughs> <laughs> No names, bro. No I'm names I'm going to say no names. But my I, my my, my 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 homeboy had this ex. They're done. He's with this new chick, really nice girl. Um they're cool. And then his ex hits him up one day, and says, "Oh, I was just thinking about you. Uh, what's going on?" And she starts explaining what she's doing. Stop thinking. Stop thinking. Explaining what she's doing now and whatnot. Stop and she was thinking. like, "Oh, um, you know, would he like to meet up and just talk?" So he did it without telling his girl.
1: That's the. F- oh, that's foul. Yeah, that's foul. He's sneaky. Nigga. So that's the All first right. thing.
0: So he went. They had a great time. They had drinks. They caught up, and then he left. Fortunately for him, um, his girl's friends were there, and they saw him. So they already made yes, the sir. call before he got home. She was livid. So started having the conversation like, "Why are you meeting up with your ex? This, this, and it's like, yo,
1: that's grounds for termination on, on my part. That's grounds for termination.
0: That's that's a straight cutoff for you.
1: You're fired from this relationship. Yeah, that's that's grounds for. Term- if if my girl did that, yeah. If my wife did that, grounds for termination. Wait, you're
0: not even gonna ask questions. If if. They weren't seen grounds
1: for termination. Oh, uh, that's a bit unfair, will, bro. I'll, I'll gladly pay three hundred and thirty dollars a month.
0: <laughs> bro. No, nah, but you uh, might nah, <laughs> with that with that situation, you gotta you gotta ask questions like fine. They didn't say they saw you kissing or anything, but they saw you talking. Why didn't you uh, grounds for termination? Why didn't grounds for termination? Why didn't you tell me about you know going? To meet this person for a drink and having conversations. That's the first question that I'm going to ask. But I'm saying straight cutting it off. That's a bit tough.
1: Grounds for termination, bro. Oh, my God. Because, yeah, I mean, <clears throat> I, I'm i fortunate enough, right? Yeah. That, that, you know, I've known my wife mm-hmm. since the second grade.
0: Yeah. Right? Yeah.
1: So I know this is not the usual story. Yeah. Funny enough, man, we didn't even talk about it, but you guys are related. <laughs> Yo, and the, it, just the way I found out was hilarious. <laughs> it's crazy, yeah. You guys are related, yeah. but I've known this since the second grade, right? Yeah. And we started dating um a little bit after college, right?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And we've been we've been over a decade, right? We're we're close. We're approaching like what fourteen years together or whatever, yeah. right? Yeah. Been married too. Yeah. Right. So. For me, I'm fortunate enough that we have such an open relationship in terms—not open in terms of what people call an open relationship, mm-hmm. but we're, we're an open book, I should say, that, right? Mm-hmm. And we lay everything on the table. She knows everything. I know everything. Where it's is more so. She even hates the fact that it's more so like a friendship than it is a traditional like romantic yeah. relationship that we have, which we're working towards, yeah. right? Yeah, but. We let we she she would let me know up front. She'd be like, "Hey, you know, um, this is what's happening, and we'll have a conversation about it. If I'm not happy with it, she'd be like, if 'If you're not happy with it, I'm not doing it.' And I think vice versa. I'll do the same thing too. Yeah. But for you to sneak out and and I'm gonna meet like what what do you what, what is what idea? if it wasn't
0: sneaking out? What if like just call up, like, oh yeah yeah cool right after work um I'll I'll meet you just here quick. It's not it's not necessarily sneaking. She just stuff grounds for termination, bro. Um, yeah, nah, you gotta be
1: no nah, grounds for termination. All right, but yo, you, you
0: still gotta answer my. my I wonder questions what the are. guy What's your question? My, my on first down. one was Um, do you think it's unfair for your uh current partner to ask you to forget their past? Because they really like you, they really wanna be with you, but they know that they have a a strong past.
1: Well, well, when you say forget your past, you're talking about like body count and stuff like that.
0: It doesn't have to be just body count. Just maybe the way she was living back then, the way he was living back then. Uh, it could be drugs. It could be sex. It could be. um, Like, just just forget about it and moving forward. This is our new life. This together. is our new life because the chances of you hearing something from people is very strong. So I'm letting you know now. You
1: I actually, I, I'm a strong supporter of that. Yeah. Whatever happened before we met, mm-hmm. dude, I'm, a, I'm, I'm an individual that's, and I don't like, you know, I even hated that song when it came out, black men don't cheat and China stuff. <laughs> but I've, I've, I've been, yeah, I'll be honest, but I've been a real like committed guy. I'm, I've never been a cheater, yeah. right? Yeah. Only because, and let me, and my wife knows this, it's not because I haven't seen girls that are attractive and stuff like that. I'm just too lazy to cheat. Okay. That's just the truth of the matter. I'm <laughs> are or you, are, are you could just be obviously are, I love Are you could just be slick. I love That's, her, but that's but... slick talk. Yeah. Nah, man. That's not <laughs> slick talk. But I, I'm am being I'm being tragic. I'm just too I've always been lazy for All that. Right. I've always been lazy. It's just it feels like too much work, yeah. right? So when I was never in a committed relationship, I would just let the girl that I'm dating or whatever know that hey, I'm not only dating you, I'm I'm open, mm-hmm. right? Um, but once I make that commitment, I'm committed. Okay. Right? So this is what I'm saying. Uh, to answer your question, yeah. right? So so for an individual like myself, mm-hmm. I know what I'm committed to. Yeah. And I know 100% the decision that I'm making. I'm not one of these guys or girls that just makes a decision and I, I know I'm going to break that commitment.
0: Yeah,
1: That's not me. I've never been that. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm committed. This is what I'm doing. Yeah. So I feel like it's a fair thing to ask, mm-hmm. uh, you know, anybody to forget about their past because that doesn't matter. This is what we're doing now. Mm-hmm. And I'm not going to go to the past anyway, mm-hmm. because my new commitment is to you and this relationship. But what I do hate is in, in, in some relationships, I haven't experienced that in my relationship, but in some relationships, old stuff keeps coming up before they even met each other. It's like, what does that have to do with anything? Yeah. So you dated this girl, eh? Like, <laughs> that was before you. Why you bring? like, you didn't even exist in my world.
0: At that right? point, yeah. So I feel yeah. like that's
1: just a waste of energy to focus on something that had mm-hmm. nothing to do with you.
0: Right. Mm.
1: You might as well have, you might as well just go back and say, um, you know, you're crushing in, 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 um, in, in nursery school. Why about your yeah. crush in nursery school? It's, it's silly. Yeah. It's silly. If it was yeah. before you and mm-hmm. you know that this person has truly changed, right? Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I'm talking about true change, a transformation, right? Like from mm-hmm. a caterpillar to a butterfly. He's no longer in that form. Mm-hmm. I think bringing back old stuff is just a waste of energy and it's just, is really negative energy when you should be focused
0: on the future and, and right. building the future together. All right, cool. Before I move on to the next question, let let me ask you this. Let's let let's flip it. Let's say you and your girl walk into a party. Um, in that party, six of your old joints. I'm not talking about some can be your ex girlfriends and some can be some joints that you met along the way, and. You're still cool. They come say hi to you. They give you hugs and whatnot. And now you got to explain that, you know, this, this and that. First of all, are you going to explain that? I had a thing with this person. This person was my ex. And how do you think she's going to feel in that being in that position? That's why I'm asking, is it fair? Because imagine knowing your partner's um, past. Like, this is a fresh relationship. You know her past. I think that has to
1: do, honestly, I, I, I hear the question you're saying and I hate to interrupt. Mm-hmm. But it has to do with lack of confidence and 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 like if you're confident in your relationship, is what mm-hmm. I'm saying,
0: mm-hmm.
1: you're not concerned about that. My wife, I can walk in a room with mm-hmm. a whole bunch of girls that I, I dealt with in my past. My mm-hmm. wife is not insecure about any of them because she knows where I'm at. You I, get I think me? it's like I, I think, I, and I the same for speaking, me. I know I,
0: she's with me. What? I think you speak you're, spe- you're speaking for your wife, because that's just your wife. And 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 generally... i speak for myself. Yeah, you're speaking for yourself. I'll speak for myself. Because you have to think about walking in that kind of situation for a woman is not a nice situation. And if you're not a confident guy and you walk in a place with your girl and she goes hugs six other dudes that you know, or you're now finding out that she... If you're not a confident guy, is going to bother you. So... Whenever she tells you that but that's, listen
1: then you got to work on your confidence bro Yeah, she's but with
0: you now like but that's what that's what it's I'm insecure saying insecure people that I'm not yeah.
1: insecure bro yeah I'm
0: that's, not insecure
1: like like she's a human being that lived a life yeah right before yeah. she met you mm-hmm. and in living a life you're going to date you're going to mm-hmm. get your heart broken you're going to have sex with, it's it's part of this part of this journey this part of this experience called life
0: exactly. so for you to
1: be insecure that's just insecurity bro like if you walk in a room and your girl sees an ex and then you're like it's like bro I know she's with me Mm -hmm. we've been together this long we Mm -hmm. have kids together whatever like it it doesn't even have to be kids you bro it's it's insecurity and then you have to work your insecurities and be confident enough in your relationship
0: yeah but that's That's what I think man I honestly think so I definitely understand and I agree with you on that that the confidence is definitely a thing I feel like it's unfair to ask but I still think it's unfair to ask your partner to just forget your past because like it I I can imagine that she'd be like, "Yo, um after work I'm going I'm going out to kick it with this thing. Some dude is going to be sitting there like, you know, the story that she told me about how you cheated on this particular guy at this point in time. That's what you were doing and now for the past week you've been coming home past midnight for like since Monday through Thursday. Then, but that's the guy that's not
1: faithful, though. That's the person that's not committed to their relationship.
0: Nah, you what? What if they are committed? What if they are committed? So, why are they coming home late? Is it for work? Yeah, so if, if, if no, they're telling you that it's for work, how'd you know it's for work or not? Apart from is them what telling I'm saying, you, like, you have to, like, you see, you can just believe,
1: there, or you can a lot be, of you be are confident in relationships,
0: yeah. You can believe or right. be a committed, committed that in a relationship she's not doing that. nothing or he's not doing nothing. You know what I'm saying? You can, you can actually be strong enough to say that, oh, I know she's good. She's not going to do that to me and whatnot. You can decide to be that, but the thing can be happening as well. That's what I'm saying. Bro, then that's none of
1: your business. This is what I say. When you're in a relationship, right? Yeah, yeah. A lot of people are hopping in relationships. I can only speak for my... From my experience, right? yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah. I've been successful in a lot of things. Yeah. One thing I've been successful in is in my relationship.
0: Right? Yeah.
1: Yeah. 14 years, whatever, is, is a long time. Right? Mm-hmm. And one of the key components of that is trust. Exactly. Right? Yeah. And knowing that, we set standards. My wife has told me 100%, if you cheat, grounds for termination. Oh, I'm I've out. I've told her yeah. 100%. Straight. I've told her 100%, if you cheat on me, as grounds for termination. That's a mutual agreement. Yeah. Right? Yeah. We've agreed on that. You know what value I bring to this relationship. You know Mm -hmm. what value I bring to our kids. Mm -hmm. Vice versa. Mm -hmm. If you want to jeopardize that, that's none of my business. But when I find out, you Mm -hmm. know what the consequences are. You see, Mm -hmm. whatever you do in the dark will come to the light. I know it's cliche, but it is a it's it's a truth. Yeah. Yeah. So there are a lot of people are like we have a lot of young people, even older people, jumping in relationships Mm -hmm. that really don't trust each other. And then you have like I've been in situations where. A married couple doesn't want to. The husband doesn't want to give his wife the phone. What is that? Like my wife gets my phone, she knows my passwords. If it, it, we're living free, we're free, mm-hmm. right? In a sense of, I don't have any secrets. I don't have anything in the closet. She doesn't have anything,
0: right? Yeah. yeah. And
1: then we're 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 living the best possible version of ourselves in in this relationship, mm-hmm. right? There are going to be flaws. We always have arguments. We have fights. It's yeah, like of course. Like any other normal of couple. Yeah. And we do, we've done therapy. Why right? we planning on going back to therapy to strengthen this relationship? But the point I'm trying to make mm-hmm. is when whenever you see a relationship where the husband is telling you, mm-hmm. I'm working late. Where mm-hmm. have you been? Where did it, where did it, where's your phone? Where did it, that is not a strong relationship. You don't trust your husband. That's just point blank. You don't trust your wife. Yeah. There's no way around it. If if you walk in a room and it, you run into his ex, right? And you're insecure about it.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: There's something insecure that you have within you that you have to work on. You have to work on yourself. Yeah. You have to go to therapy. You have to let these things go in order to, in order for you to have a very clean slate mm-hmm. and start this relationship over. Mm-hmm. Because those little things, man, and I'm fortunate enough that I haven't experienced that, but I can find them very annoying. Yeah. Because a, a person like me, if I tell you I know to do something, Charlie, and you keep harassing me about it, I'm not going to be in that relationship because if I'm not doing anything, oh yeah, I go left, and you keep accusing me of doing something. That's more about you than it is about me. And yeah. You have to work on yourself to trust that I'm not doing anything. Yeah. So, Charlie, that that's that's really what I have,
0: man. I, I like I like that. I like that because, like you said, your longest relation, like your relationship, has been 14 years. My longest relationship was seven. And for me, with, along along with what you said, the other thing for me was I am very good at because um, of my psychological background, I'm very good at at reading situations, right? Um, Mm -hmm. I'm very good at noticing little things, changes and stuff like that. So then I start to ask questions just to see where you're at. Then maybe I can see that the problem is either coming from me or the problem is you. And then we got to speak about it. And then that's how you work out things. But you're right. A lot of people are just in relationships that they don't trust each other and Bro, that's all it is yeah 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 i understand that Yo, that's- and, and
1: you know you know what i noticed like the real relationships right mm-hmm. and um we're, we're going into we're going to close this out with the playlist but um <clears throat> a real relationship mm-hmm. right it's full of flaws mm-hmm. i'll tell you that 100 percent. there's a lot of arguments mm-hmm. but you resolve those arguments mm-hmm. a working relationship therapies involved mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. it's not perfect right mm-hmm. and i see a lot of relationships on instagram where it's like Highlight reel of their relationships. Oh, yeah. That shit is not real, bro. Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah. That shit is not real. Oh, baby, give me a kiss. You're 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 putting on a show for the audience versus actually working on your relationship. Mm-hmm. Bro, I I have been in a situation, right? I'm not gonna put out names, but when I lived in Glendale in California, right?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Though for some reason, this apartment that we were living in had all these famous Instagram and TikTok stars. I don't know even how that yeah. happened yeah so there's an apartment complex in Glendale that we lived at, yeah, and there was this very famous couple, mm-hmm. right? I was in a gym, you know those those two way mirrors where you can see outside and you can't see in, yeah, right, So I was on the inside so they couldn't see me, but I could see outside, yeah, and right outside was like a pool area, right yeah, and I saw these individuals like they were in the pool together, um they were not even talking to each other, man. they were just fighting. Like, like you know, you can tell they were they they were really I, in argument, I, I, right? I swear,
0: I know who you're talking about. First of all, it's one light oh, skin. Yeah, I'm not
1: gonna mention names, it's one. It's one
0: light skin. <laughs> no, no, no. I'm not.
1: I'm not. I'm not even giving any clue. I'm never, not giving any, any clues. I swear, I know who you. I'm not giving about. any clues. But they were arguing, right? They were arguing, right? Yeah. And n- nobody was around, but they couldn't tell I was around, right? Mm-hmm. They were arguing. It was intense, doing all this stuff, and I was like, "Hmm, this is interesting." Mm-hmm. Right? It was so fascinating to me. In fact. I took my headset off so I can hear the argument because yeah. you might know, be, I have a little bit of coconsai me, <laughs> but the glass was so thick, <laughs> the glass was so thick, I couldn't hear what they were saying. Yeah. But they were arguing. And then the chick pulls out a phone after an argument and the guy comes close, they're kissing each other, hugging on each other, and, and they posted a content, mm-hmm. right? They, yeah. They, obviously it was for Instagram or whatever. Yeah. End it and they go back to argument. She gets out, she puts the towel on, she walks off. I go online and I see the video. Mm-hmm. Just spending time with my boo in the pool today. I'm like, look at this shit. Look at this shit. Well, that's life now. Y'all would rather not work on your relationship, right? Yeah. In real life, yeah. to make it work, y'all would rather prove to your followers that you're in this romantic relationship and all this bullshit. But that's more important, right? At that point, it's like a business transaction. Yeah, that's right? what it is. And a lot of people are capping online, bro. Yeah, but that's what that, that's what that's, all, that's all what she'll tell place. you.
0: That listen. Our followers bring out bring us money, so we gotta do this. Big
1: cap all over the place, bro. Yo, it but anyway, man, yo, this is a this has been a great conversation, man. We're getting our relationship back. It,
0: it has because, like, listen, I have, <laughs> I have I have I have this thing that I'm doing called uh Ten Truths and a Lie. And it's kind of like a game show between nice. me and someone, and some of these questions are part of it. So, like asking you these particular questions were very important, which my last one is a short one is, if you have a daughter and you hear that your daughter is out here in the streets slanging, doing her thing, do you have that same response as in, you know, if a grown woman wants to do this, this is how many people she wants to be with, do you have have that same response to your daughter who's 21 who's doing that?
1: I do have a daughter, um, or have, you know, Mm Sia. Yeah. She's the other half of the twin, right? One boy, one girl. I'm just gonna do the best job that I can do as a dad. Exactly.
0: Right. Yeah.
1: Um, just impute whatever I know, mm-hmm. valuable lessons on mm-hmm. her, right? Introduce her to what the true meaning of spirituality is, right? Yeah. And the experience that we're having here as humans, yeah. right? That's my goal. Right? Yeah. Um, grab from a whole bunch of, of of uh positive influences and and it could be religion, it could be individuals. I just want to empower her as much as I yeah. can, right? Yeah. Charlie, if she goes on this journey on her own and she decides to do that, Charlie, all I can do as a dad is love my daughter. Mm. She's living her life. Mm. That's all I can do. All I can do is like, hey, you know, explain to me a little bit why you're doing this. If she gives me a reason, I'm like, I don't agree with it, but you know, I'm here for you, blah, blah, blah. I'm not going to cut her off. I'm not oh, going to nah, be yeah, angry. Yeah, I'm not sure, going to yeah. all that stuff. Yeah. But I trust that, you know, what I've imputed, I'm, I'm sure she's going to have... Um, She's going to live a purposeful life. Yeah. Right? And that's all I can hope. Yeah. For. And so long as she's happy, she has the self-awareness, she doesn't have any insecurities. Because, mm-hmm. you know, a lot of those, that stuff comes from the dad, right? Yeah. Just go go listen to uh, John May, Daughters. Mm-hmm. That song is, is, is spitting the truth right there. But that's what it mm-hmm. is. That song will explain everything. But that's what it is, right? I need to do my job as a mm-hmm. dad. And if she goes off and she, you know, you have to understand, like, you're going to face... Roadblocks and bottlenecks in life, yeah. Of course, for sure. Like, shit could happen. God forbid, I god forbid, God forbid, but I may pass and then that may lead her down that road, but she might find herself again. Yeah, true, for right? sure. It's yeah, just yeah, yeah, temporary. Yeah. We like we we need to go through adversity to build character and, and be a person of value. So to answer your question, what I would yeah. do is just be supportive.
0: So I that's that's what I have. I me. there's a lot of stuff that you said that I definitely agree with you, but being a father of an eighteen year old daughter, I don't I don't know if I can just I'm not gonna cut my daughter off. Hell no. Nah. I'm gonna love my daughter and whatnot, but we're gonna have a a very serious question. I can't just be supportive of the lifestyle. We have to have a conversation yeah. and figure out some things. But I'm not cutting off my my seed. Of course not. I think people who do that, that's that's crazy because that—that's that's when you, exactly Sunday. you're supposed to that's play Sunday. the role of the father and speak to your child and figure out. And this is not this is not just for our daughters as well. This is for our sons, and that's the other conversation that we got to have later on about the lessons that we got to teach sons now because sons. they are acting a fool out here.
1: Right on, bro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. bro. I need I need to get some some some. I, we need to talk offline about you know um, that's one of my concerns. Your daughter is already eighteen, yeah. so like. Going through the teenage years and stuff like that. Uh, those conversations are, Chalago, talk to you about how you brought it up. No and, um We can learn from each other that no way. Nope, I got you. Let's go into our playlist. You know, last week we introduced the playlist segment, yep. which uh, basically what's going to happen is each week I'm going to bring up five songs, mm-hmm. right, that I love versus five songs that. Uh J Town loves as well. We're gonna put them together. It's gonna to be 10 songs long on Spotify. Yep. Uh this playlist is available. Just look for Damn That's True on Spotify. You're gonna see the first playlist that we came up with, which is uh Posse Cuts. Yep. And this week we're gonna do dipset versus the locks yep. in honor of the verses coming up yep. shortly. So you want to kick it off this week, or you want me to? No, nah,
0: for sure, I can. I can start. I think you started last week, so let me start. Um, my first song from Dipset is the Dipset Anthem. Mm. Strong summer classic. Today's agenda, that's that one, right? Club. That's that one. That's that mm. one. What you got,
1: bro? Um, just one second, though, man. Uh, when was the first time you heard Jewels? Do you remember the first time you heard Jewels?
0: Damn! The first time I I heard Jewels was on a Cam song. Yeah, I don't remember which one, but I remember exactly where I was. Me too. I I was in Wheaton Mall in Maryland. Um, with the homeboy, he was playing it in his car. That's the first time I heard Jewels. I was like, "Yo, this dude is fire!"
1: The first time I heard Jewels, man, and I may have been a little bit late, but I remember Mm -hmm. going into a music store, right. Okay, Atlanta. I forgot what music store it was. Mm -hmm. And putting the headsets on, right? And Mm -hmm. it was Come Home With Me. Losing Weight Part 2. Losing Weight Part 2. Part 2. I don't know if you remember that record. Fuck Losing I do remember that record,
0: yeah. I do remember that
1: record. Dude, the hook. I said, who's this dude? I looked at the CD, Joel Santana. And he was all over Come Home With Me. I was like, "This (laughs) dude, that dude is, I love Joel's, man. I feel like he... Yeah. He had a shot to be bigger than he was, but that's a whole different conversation. I like that picture. I'm going with the locks, right? And this is not to say Mm -hmm. the locks is going to win over Dipset. You just chose Dipset. I just chose the locks. I'm still open-minded about the results, and we're going to talk about that versus later. But uh, my first song from the locks is going to be Money, Power, Respect. Classic. Classic.
0: Classic. Oof. Classic. Versus... Who had the best verse of that song?
1: Uh, X
0: Men. Okay, all right. X. Dope. Yeah, I agree with that. All right, so my second pick for Dipset is "I Really Mean It." Oh, I love that joint.
1: Oh. Uh,
0: <laughs> hard. Yes, yeah, so that's my that's my second pick.
1: That's dope. You know, you know, um, real quick the the Dipset right? They I think they ruined the chip chipmunk soul sample thing. Man, they overdid it, Charlie. <laughs> yeah, the ones that ruined that deal, but it became their sound. I don't know if you remember, like uh, everything had a, that just, voice in it, man. At a certain point, yeah. I, uh, but that was yeah. one of the great ones. Th- was that Heat Makers? <laughs> I think, right? That's a dope, I break. think it was Heat Makers. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, my next uh, my next choice, Charlie. This, this mm-hmm. song has my favorite Jada Kiss verse of all time, my personal favorite.
0: Okay, With Mighty my- D Block. Mighty Everywhere Mighty.
1: we go. <laughs> Listen, bro. The revolver, the Maddie's cool. Knife game, like Daddy cool Sins bally moves. shoes. It's real life street yeah. shit. Shoes in the deepest. No niggas that go to jail just to get their teeth fixed. <laughs> <laughs>
0: that's my favorite Jada uh, verse, bro. <laughs> Jada. All right, that's a great. That's a great pick. That's a strong pick,
1: actually. I like that. That's all for that's all for Sheik Luch Walk With Me. True. That's all for Sheik Luch's album. Walk with me. That's true. Go ahead.
0: Yeah. Yeah. All right. So my next pick for Dipset is just, you know, the beat on this song and Cam on the song. I'm ready. That's my joint. I'm ready as that joint. That if you're in the car, you have the traffic light, you're just (laughs) knocking your head. The people are looking at you like, this nigga crazy. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's, that's my joint. I'm ready.
1: That's a good pick. That's a good pick. Mm -hmm. Um, My next pick from The Locks, Recognize. Recognize, recognize, recognize. Of course. Yeah. Of course. That's a solid one, man. Jada. Jada got that, obviously.
0: Jada got that one. Yeah. All right. So my next one is, and this is interesting. This is a song that features um, The Locks. So this is Dipset and The Locks. And I love it because you can tell the difference in styles of rap. Yeah. Of what absolutely what Harlem gave us and what uh Yonkers <laughs> gave us. So it's dope. Like I, I love that joint. They're
1: two, you know what? They're they're two different type of niggas, man. They're like Harlem Fly niggas, right? Yeah. Which dipset mm-hmm. embodies, and then the yeah. Yonkers niggas are the grimiest. Like you can tell, like even the way they're DMX. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Man. Exactly. Exactly. All
0: right.
1: Um, what's your last one? Uh, how many we got? One, two, three, four, we got oh, one last more left. one. Mm-hmm. Yeah man, I had to pick between two. Um you know what I'm going to go? I'm going to go with This is a deep cut. Okay? Back to old head shit. You got to dig in the crates for this one. Off the Belly soundtrack. Okay. Tommy's theme, Made Men and the Locks. I got to I to I got to I got to listen Tommy's to that Theme. Go it's going to be on the playlist man. Just listen to that. Back and forth styles. Woof.
0: What what was your other Choice if you didn't take this one. Ain't none of y'all better than locks. <laughs> 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 All right, bet my my last one is a is a summertime classic. It's it's just a song that is so feel good, and Cam does his usual ruly tooly <laughs> Hey ma, computer spewing. Hey ma, hey uh, ma
1: is solid, bro. Yo, you know what? When so we're sure. putting this playlist together, you wanted to cheat, man. You were bringing out records that, like Cam had with Jay Z, and I was like, bro, you can't do that.
0: I mean, but uh,
1: <laughs> what's his name was on that joint,
0: yeah.
1: <laughs> but Hey Ma's a solid pick, bro. I like that. That's that's yeah. like us summer vibe. So that's right a, that's there, a man. that's a dope. That's a dope playlist. Ten strong. That's songs. a dope playlist, man. Yeah. So you yeah. guys can check out that playlist on Spotify. Just look for Damn yeah. That's True. You're gonna yep. see two playlists so far, posse cuts, and this is gonna be Dipset versus the locks. So here yep. we are, bro. Episode three, man. This episode went a little bit longer than the usual.
0: It definitely did. We had a great conversation and uh, seeing different perspectives, and like I, I liked it. The uh, the relationship back was was my favorite topic today. That was that was dope.
1: Yeah, man. We 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 have a lot to talk about in that space.
0: <laughs> yeah, for sure. For sure. Yeah. At this rate, like, I, I just know the one thing that I agree on is men, women, we are both fucking up and we got to do better. 100%. Like, I agree yeah, with Yeah, the, 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 we got to change the lessons somehow, some way. We can't be the same way. The things that I'm seeing, the things that I'm hearing from both sides, it's not, it's not the best thing. It's not at good. All. Yeah. 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 yeah.
1: So guys, um, if you like this content, like, subscribe, share with your friends. Um, you yep. know, we have a um, Instagram page, we have a Twitter page. All that information is going to be on the screen for you guys to follow. Uh, yep. We appreciate the listeners so far. I mean, mm-hmm. bro, I was telling you off camera, like, I don't care if it's a hundred people, fifty. Uh, yeah. I'm just um, grateful that we have some type of audience to just listen to two different. Perspectives, just guys talking, Charlie. We just did talk and We're building something. Yeah. So yeah. I really appreciate it. Um, this has been the Damn That's True podcast. My name is Kwesi.
0: Go by the name of J Town, AKA
1: Farrell. See you guys next week. Peace. Peace.
0: <laughs> That's true, innit? That's true,